Hello, nerds, and welcome. We are crossing the nerdverse, bringing you yet another episode. My name is Travis. I am joined, as always, by my fantastic co-hosts, Eric and Ryan. We have a special guest 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 with us. <laughs> I turned into Mike Tyson at the end of that sentence. We have a special guest with us tonight. Uh, you may have remembered him when we were talking about, I believe it was comic books. Uh, we got Jimmy Bones back to speak with us. Jimmy Bones. How you been, Jim? Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, starting a new job and about a month into that, so that's good. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the new job. Well, this week's topic, we're changing gears. Last month was anime month. This month, we're talking about love in the nerdverse. And not just <laughs> how much Eric loves himself or to bring up Pikachu. <laughs> I mean, it's a very valid statement, man. Yeah. Pikachu's the best. Sure. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about nerdy date nights, and I want to open it up with, who is your nerd crush? Someone in the nerdverse who you just want to hang out with. We'll start off with uh, with Ryan. Who you got, buddy? All right, so nerd crush. You're not talking about, like, head over heels, heart throbbing. You're talking about, like, I want to hang out and play board games. I want to hang out and play video games. Kind yeah, of thing. like... Okay. Um, Man, there's a lot of good ones. I am going to go with Felicia Day on this one. Um, she's super into basically all the same things that I am. whole bunch of stuff with Legos and video games and Pokemon. So getting to hang out just for a day with Felicia Day would be awesome. All right. All right, Eric, who you got? Dude, it's super difficult, but I'd probably have to go with Vince Vaughn, even though he's not super nerdy, just because it'd be a lot of fun to play D&D with him, and he does play now. Um, so I, I think it'd be fun. Like just to play some D and D with that dude, and maybe like Stephen Colbert, you know, maybe Joe, get a whole table going. I don't just know. The whole, I could be the, the nerdy guy that just sits there, mesmerized by talent. All right, Bones, who you got? That's a pretty hard one, but I, I think I think I have to go with Donald Glover because he's also a big comic book nerd. I can see. So, that. I can see that for you. Go. You definitely have a a good base to talk about for a long time. I am going to pick who I believe is the king of the nerds. <laughs> and that, of course, is Henry Cavill. Um, yep. I would, honestly, it would be super dope to just sit down and play some uh, some 40K on tabletop and talk with Henry Cavill about the lore, because he's also super big into the lore of uh, of Warhammer, so I think that'd be a super fun one to do. See, I think the only real problem with choosing Henry Cavill, because there's, there's a serious glaring issue in choosing Henry Cavill. And that's going to be time. Because it's going to turn into one of those things that I don't want to just stay for a day, right? Like, I get a day or a weekend. Can we just kill a week playing some 40k and talking? Like, Depends on how many points, you know? I mean, if you go with like a 10,000 point <laughs> game, it could last a week. That's a, right? that's a reasonable you know who fear. <laughs> plays 40k? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran plays 40k? I didn't yeah. know that. Wild. That ginger okay, I... always surprises me, man. He's just popping up everywhere. So, so that's what we do, right? We'll get, uh, we'll get everybody together. We'll have a 40k tournament. We'll bring over Matt Mercer and just do a D and D game to kill a weekend. It'd be fantastic. Henry Cavill's my think... hero, though, for the one live statement he made about like what he does for cardio, and then he like looks into the camera, and you just like you know what he you know what he was gonna say, but couldn't say on live TV. <laughs> I was like right there. Most you know honest what? answer in Hollywood without giving it. I was like, I don't know yes. if what do you do for cardio? I drugs. <laughs> yeah. Do some drugs. That's definitely what he was talking about. Co wink. Um, 
No, so what what about uh, Carl Urban actually? I know he's like very prolific nerd actor, but I don't know if he's like nerdy in real life. Yeah, I don't Do know, know what like nerd hobby he has. The only other one I can think of that I know has like nerdy hobbies is well, there's a handful actually now that I think about it because you have uh, Vin Diesel plays D and D. Like he's a huge yeah. D and D player. Yeah. Y'all know Mila Kunis is also a big nerd. She used to be like I a hardcore yeah, World yeah. of Warcraft player, and she is obsessed with like nice. Star Trek. Like she was like trying to get onto the Star Trek show, the reboot. She was like, "I'll be happy to even just be like a background character." That's fantastic. See, it's kind of cool. They're all coming out of the woodwork now. Uh, that that's awesome. Well, that's like look at how many like people Doesn't hurt wanted. Like Mila Kunis is also super hot. Like that is yeah, like, yeah. Attractive <laughs> like a twelve. But like, if you look at like how many people got to play stormtroopers and stuff that were super famous, but you didn't really see their faces. Oh yeah, like Daniel the scene Craig with Groku. The... Yeah, Daniel Craig was like. Yeah. And then stormtrooper. Storm the one that punched Grogu on the speeder bike. That was someone super famous. I remember. Oh, yeah, 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 I though. do remember. I do remember. I, remember I can't remember who it was. So I do remember. But that was about probably that, yeah. one of my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, because that was a very accurate representation of how two soldiers would behave if they were just killing time <laughs> and no command structure around them where they were just shooting their pistols at the rock. I can testify that that is how lower enlisted would behave in that situation. You're talking about unlimited <laughs> ammo and you could just do their 100%, like 100% accurate. The only thing I feel like though, is we would have better accuracy than stormtroopers. Um, but other than no, that, I feel gun. like our they lives would be that, like that. that scene where he keeps missing. He's like, there's something wrong with this. And he gives it like a little shake. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought you were talking about the meme where they actually get their vision checked. And then they <laughs> yeah, can shoot. Because the original clone like has bad vision, so all of them have it. Corrective right, lenses in their the helmets. Just a little bit here. First off, I have two, two things to bring up. We are lamenting a lack of Clark this evening. Um... We got news earlier today. She got pulled away for something pretty important. She's she's kind of buried in work right now. Uh, so she we are missing Clark. Financial forecasting for Bungie. I talked to her earlier today. She's very pleased with learning that oh, information yeah. very last minute. <laughs> sure, she's super stoked about that. There was a um, lot but... of four-letter words that started with F and ended in K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are stoked to have Jimmy Bones here, special guest on the show. Um, and it's going to be quite fortuitous to to have his input on tonight's topic um but same as i do at the beginning of every episode guys i'm going to reach out for all of you that are listening for anybody that enjoys listening to a bunch of nerdy people talk about nerdy stuff i want to get you to interact with it i want you to to tweak the algorithm to play with the glitches to leave us on mute in the background share us with your friends whatever it is you do because all of that stuff that helps the algorithm really helps us out it helps keep the the lights on around here and keep doing this for you guys so give us a like give us a share do all that fun algorithm stuff and we will get to tonight's topic of love in the nerdverse specifically nerdy geeky date nights yeah we're gonna do it in like a little bit of a tiered thing so we're gonna do uh you know cool first date ideas uh you know when you're in a more established relationship we're gonna do date on a budget uh, and mm-hmm. then finally, we are going to do what I like to call the blowout date, uh, where money is not an option, time is not an issue, and you can pretty much just pick and choose whatever you want to do. The date so night that's, nuclear option. Yeah, that's that's how we're going to structure everything in that regard. So,
Who wants to lead us off? So I actually have one. I want to bring it up. And primarily because it's not... I tried to spend a lot of energy on creative date night ideas, right? Ones that were kind of unusual or that people didn't really think of, especially whenever you're dating a nerd or a geek or you're both kind of nerdy and that's how you met because all of that kind of works into it, right? All of it kind of changes the way things go. And I think for my early date one, this one's good for like a first date, um, maybe a second date, but I think I'm going to call it, uh, I pretend that I'm okay, but deep down I miss Hastings. And that's going to be going to a bookstore. You know, a lot of the bookstores, especially Barnes & Noble, or the ones that are Hastings-styled. They got a little coffee shop in there, right? You can always go in, get you a cup of coffee. And then you just go shopping. You know, spend a couple hours talking with them, and you get some insight. Because you get to see what they're interested in for books, what they're interested in for movies, music, um, kind of all of it. And it opens the door to have a really good exchange where both the people in the date buy an object or something for the other. I think it's a good, insightful first date. You can also learn a lot about them in regards to whether or not they used to go to Hastings or Barnes & Noble or other bookstores and get the gaming magazines just to uh, write down the codes in the back that they used to put in (laughs) for, for certain video games without having to buy the magazine. Not saying I'm guilty of one of those things, but I also never <laughs> bought a gaming magazine. I never thought of that. Wasted so much time. I, I, wasn't PC Gamer one of them? I think I got a PC oh, Gamer. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's that's kind of my my first date idea, right? Like you take them to a bookstore. I mean, and maybe it kind of dates us at this point, but you take them to a Hastings. You get a cup of coffee. You get to walk around, look at a bunch of cool books. You get to determine if they're into. Are they into novels? Are they into sci-fi? Are they into manga? Are they, you know, what are they interested in? And it's really, it's it's a big kind of revelation experience, right? You learn a lot about each other. Um, and by the end of the day, everything should be pretty smooth, pretty easy. There's no, no weird, awkward moments. There's no, I need an excuse to get out of this dinner kind of, kind of fair. So, I think so that's that, what I would do for my nerdy first date. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that, is that your first date kind of thing? Yeah, 100%. I think that that would be my first date. That's a that's a solid pick. Again, it puts, you know, doesn't doesn't blow the budget by any means. You can sit down, have a cup of coffee, chat, you can see what what shared interests you have, what common books you may have to talk about, which is always good. Good conversation topic. Eric, what do you got? You're in Canada, so I assume something with snow or hockey, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Definitely how it hockey. Hockey is an important one. I have to know that she's not a, a Toronto fan. Go, um, go Flames. Go Calgary that's, Flames. That's a that's a very important one. You cannot. Or Boston Bruins. You can't be a fan of either team. Oh, man. You're about to get so, heated with bones, man. Black so, and gold till he's dead and cold. Yeah, that's so right. that's, those are those are some important things that everybody needs to know. Um, no, like, for, I don't know. Like, dude, I it's I'm so bad with, like, first dates. I, I don't know. I would probably. Usually it's dinner, man. Like honestly, like it's a, a casual, like dinner thing. To, like get to know each other, and, and hockey teams. But like, so that way we don't have any issues. Um, well, I'm I a honestly, very outspoken human being, so an, uh, I'm not going to change what I do for anybody. So you might as well get to fucking know it quick, because that's just what it's going to be. And then I respect the fact if someone reciprocates that, because that's the way I'm going to be. It's a real traditional first date, though, with just dinner. It, yeah. it is, and it's super cheesy, but it's like, 
you take your time, you don't, and you got to watch what you order. You don't order something crazy. So well, you can I actually, actually kind of like, I like the hockey idea. It's a little bit more pricey, right? Like it's definitely not, not a budget or anything like that, but and going to, to a, crazy she is with sports. That's a, that's exactly. a very important thing. Cause like, and sports I'm crazy is definitely, with sports. Sports is definitely within the nerdverse. You know, it's definitely, oh, well, definitely a geek fandom. I know yeah, that the NFL fandoms fans. have a big convention coming up soon. Everybody's real excited about. Um, <laughs> I think Taylor Swift's going to be there. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift's going to be there. Some kind of guest speaker. Um, but no, yeah, I think the hockey game's kind of a cool idea. I mean, and dinner, if you throw in dinner or do a traditional dinner, that's cool. There's nothing like wrong with that. It's very traditional. It's traditional for a reason. Um, yeah, so, and, and it lets you figure it out. Like, if you, I don't know. I like options on first time. Like we do, di- we you do dinner and and hockey, or you can just do dinner, or you can just do hockey. Um, it's very I, important. My wife do. and I have gone to several hockey games as like a date night, and it's great. Um, I yeah, learned dude, that you... my wife has very little interest in learning anything about sports, but she really does like to cheer. So she's a big fan <laughs> of shouting. The problem is, is she has a tendency to start cheering for the wrong team. I'm like, no, baby, we're green. We're we're the green team. Stars, remember stars. Green, green, Your good. Other right. team, bad. We gotta, gotta focus. She, she is very German. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, There's. I def- oh god, I took her to a Rangers game, and uh, she knows nothing about American baseball, and that was a fun date night because it was literally nine innings of me explaining the entire game to her. Um, and I'm not exactly an expert on baseball by any means. Like I have a rough <laughs> understanding of what happened. Uh, but yeah, that was like. I forget who they were playing, but they hit, I mean, just a line drive into outfield. And she was like, ooh, he did. I'm like, no, we're not cheering for them. Like, we're blue. We're blue here. <laughs> you got you got to wear a jersey and give her one of your extra jerseys. That's the real key. That way there's no confusion. It's like She'll still here, cheer you... for the wrong team, man. You don't get oh, it. Okay. When somebody does something good, that? she's just a cheer. She's just like, yay, everybody's trying real hard. <laughs> what you got, Bones? Uh man, I'm a fan of the of the group date. So you get you get the person you know oh, that you want okay. you want to you want to go on a date with. You get some of her friends, and I get some of my friends to go do like an escape room. Solid, solid. So then you, you know you know I only get to see like you know how they perform under pressure. Uh, but you also get to know a little bit of their friends, like because sometimes you just like you're dating somebody, and then you're like uh, their friends are terrible people, and you're just like I probably oh, don't yeah. want to I don't want to associate with you to be honest, like. So it gives you a little bit of both, and I think that's and it's, it's fun. I love escape rooms. So I actually I love that idea. Is under pressure. <laughs> See, he's well, also going to give part... you a good idea on how they perform as teamwork goes, because there's some yeah. people that are not great. <laughs> well, and it's one of those things that I think that lets you dodge a major bullet. Uh, now it's been a few moons since I've done any kind of like dating, but um. Getting to know their friends, I think, is a really good idea. Because these are people, if you start dating someone, these are people you're going to be spending time around, whether you like it or not. And so... You and your wife, you guys have been together since, like, junior high, right? Yeah. um, We're coming up... Shit, i got to do the math. Hold on. Uh, 17 years. I was like, uh, it's going to be a big number. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, a little bit lower Um, than I thought, though. Well, that's yeah, since, I was since we got go, married. Like, over, I was expecting. So, oh, since you're yeah, married. So since when you did you? Yeah, you yeah. all started dating. Yeah, like in. Yeah, we started dating in two in o three, April of o three. Yeah. So twenty one years. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I graduated high school two months later. 
<laughs> <laughs> and then that was the peak of Eric's education for anybody. That was the last time he read a book. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, went to, I went to Ohio State and did one year. And Ooh. got kicked out of a local diner for drinking too many, uh, what do they call that, orange juice and wine or whatever? Is it mimosas? Uh, it's champagne or and orange juice. Champagne. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Juice. When I discovered those, <laughs> the devil, my friend. I started Alcohol drinking before and color. class. That's what, that's what Eric saw. <laughs> no, I saw breakfast. I was eating breakfast. You have orange juice with breakfast. So you just spice up your orange juice a little bit. The problem was I woke up in my car at 3 o'clock asleep in the back seat. So orange juice and breakfast. Keep it that orange. never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, never uh, happened not with yeah. mimosas like maybe with soju <laughs> oh let's so not bring Ohio up soju State made me read books Oof. i did read there that was okay. the peak right. of my educational of career what one, one year one kind of all right year, travis actually. first date uh i have to go with uh friday night magic Ooh, solid choice pick up a you know just you can even pick up one of the dueling decks that they sell, uh, sit down, play cards with one another. Even if both of you don't know how to play, it's a fun experience. They have the little card that shows you the rules. Gives you a chance to chat in a pretty relaxed atmosphere. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of people there, so you don't have to worry about it being awkward. Um, or if it goes poorly, you guys can start rotating through other opponents and then come back and meet up later at the date or, you know, whatever. Maybe uh, she goes home with another nerd. You know, it could happen. It could hey, that's happen. the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just—it'd be like that. If she does it, it obviously wasn't the right one for you, which is what Touché. first dates are all about. It's like a job interview, but for a relationship. So it's kind of one of those nice things. You can sit down, you can see how competitive they are or not competitive, which was a blessing for me and my wife when we both picked up Magic together. And because she's just like time with husband and i'm like if you beat me i'm gonna be mad as hell and have to spend the next four hours retooling this deck so i never get defeated again so that's actually funny i was gonna bring up both with that one and some of the other date nights that are similar to what bones was talking about with the escape room not the escape room itself but similar competition at a date night is a weird kind of topic um i think the fnm is a great first date idea because it gets yeah. you a, a taste of how they handle that kind of stuff um, I know I have some friends that the competitive nature of their potential partner caught them off guard. And so <laughs> not yeah, a I, bad thing to go. I, yeah, I have no problem if somebody else is competitive. I've dated, you know, before I met my wife, I have dated women that were highly competitive. Uh, and that's dope because I don't want anybody to let me win. And my wife, bless her, tries her best. Uh, but she loses focus in the middle of magic games. So. All right. Well, that is pretty cool. Let's go ahead. We'll uh, we'll shift gears here. So we talked about our first dates. Before yeah. we get into the next one, I think all four of those are pretty solid first dates. I want to encourage all of our listeners, if you had really good first date nerd ideas, um, or if you have any opinions on the first dates that we have proposed, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, comment section, YouTube. Um, and you never know, we might bring it up and discuss it in the next episode. But let's go ahead and step into, what do we want to do next? Budget? Or do we want to do yeah, deep let's relationship? Do, let's let's do the budget. Let's do the budget option because I've got actually dating a on a budget that are, that are really nice. Hey, take us through the door, man. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to lead us off with uh, like a uh, either historical park or like a walking trail. We're blessed in the area where we're at to have a lot of those where there's you know a little bit of history and they've got the little plaques you can read. 
Uh, and it's just a fun, pleasant thing. You get to be outside, which is always nice, uh, which makes it quieter. You get to have more, you know, at I call them at peace conversations where it's yeah. just the two of you. And, you know, it's not ever going to cost an arm and a leg. You may have to pay for a state parks pass. And I think they're like five dollars. Uh, and then you just, you know, you walk, you maybe take a little picnic or whatever, all of which can be done on a pretty, pretty tight budget. I mean, you can do this whole date for less than 20 bucks and it's going to take you a few hours. Like you can really spend an entire afternoon out with someone, get to know them, talk, enjoy nature, enjoy history. That's actually a really cool idea, especially if it's a budget date for somebody else who's also in the Nerdverse, right? Because yeah. you could set it up as a, like Pokemon Go, for example. Go out and you're just going to walk around, do some trails on Pokemon Go, and you get the conversation. You get to check out some nature, some cool history stuff. I think that's a brilliant idea. I like that a lot. Yeah, but me yeah, and Eric and like could said, only I'll... do that like six months out of the year. So, <laughs> Yeah, being, True outside, story. being outside in Denver is great during the summer and is not great during the dead of winter. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot Actually, of nice beaches that are good for like a month and a half, I, I wanted to say. maybe Maybe two months. So, Bones, I know, you know, where you're set up, they kind of have this kind of stuff. Eric, I don't know if they have it in your hometown. What about, you know, let's, let's say wintertime, that kind of stuff. Do they still do the sleigh rides or the carriage rides, the horse-drawn stuff? You can find it, like, in in places like farms or something might do it around here. Um, it just kind of depends. But, yeah, you'll find it. Like, you can, you, you'll find it if you want it. Like, it just won't be convenient for, like, depending on how your whole date plan goes. Sledding could also be super fun as just an on-budget date. Just go to well, a hill, go sledding up and down. Who can fun. go down faster? <laughs> who who suffers the most uh, egregious yeah. injuries? What's what's your safety <laughs> ratio between the amount of danger and distance to hospital, you know? <laughs> you can really learn what people's risk threshold is. But no, actually, I, I do. I really like that idea. And it is a little seasonal, I suppose. It's not great for, like, dead of winter, but... I mean, it's, like I said, it's not bad where I'm at in Texas, because we have, like, three weeks of winter, and then you get false spring, another week of winter, actual spring, <laughs> summer, false fall, second summer, fall, third summer, winter. And then it's the cycle repeats. Whatever. Not bad. <laughs> Bones, what you got on a budget? Oh, uh, man. You know, I was thinking about, like, I kind of got two ideas for a budget. And it's either going to be, like, camping, which is kind of, like, the same thing, right? Like, yeah. Definitely yeah, that's like a later on in the relationship, not, not an early relationship thing, because you don't want to get stuck in the woods <laughs> with some crazy person. Yeah. It's it's uh, the third date. You want to come out to the middle of nowhere where no one can hear you scream and stay there? Yeah, I uh, promise I'm not a serial killer, <laughs> but how would you like to go to the woods with me? There's... So that's what I'm doing in the summer. <laughs> Uh, it was too cold to go camping, though. You know, uh, I have I'm, I like to cook, and I have a lot of like nerdy cookbooks. So I think cooking a meal at home ah. out of something like you know, like the Fallout cookbook or or something like that. Yeah, World of Warcraft cookbook or something. Yeah. I actually have the Hobbit cookbook. Oh, there you go. Yeah, some of those recipes are really complicated. I'm like, oh, I'm not trying. <laughs> I have the. Well, I'm not gonna cookbook. lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've had bones. That's just cooking. people. That's a good date. Like, I'm not. It's actually Bones uh, could get some stuff out of me with a, with good cooking. So <laughs> it's uh, uh it's from the show the show Hannibal that um uh, Mads Mikkelsen was in, and ah, honestly, yes. every, so good everything that we've had out of there is so delicious. There you go. I know uh, at my Monday 
D&D games, I have a, a couple of very, like, they like to cook players. And so the D&D cookbook has been been a big one for us. Uh, dishes coming out of that. So I think that'd be a great date night. And it kind of scratches that traditional itch, right? Like, I'm cooking for you. It's very, very traditional, very classic. You're just adding a little bit of nerd flavor to it. I like that. You get to add dinner on the other side, right? So you also have dinner where you sit and talk and eat. That is Not that's a solid one. Yeah, is, is cooking for someone. That's a, like a very like. I feel like that's an underappreciated gesture in American society to like cook a meal for someone because that's a big deal in like certain cultures where you're like it preparing is. a meal for someone. That's a really big deal. Um, and I'm me being a big foodie, I always appreciate when people are are willing to cook for me. All right. Well, and especially nowadays because the only. The only problem that comes up with with cooking for your partner is the on a budget kind of side of things. You have to be really careful what you're trying to prepare, right? Yeah, you, you start can, pulling you in, can make some amazing things. Pancakes, with, oh no, yeah, absolutely minimal dollars. Well, and I like the fact that uh, that he's bringing up the the nerdy cookbooks, right? Because a lot of those have very budget friendly but very delicious meals in them. I think that's a fantastic idea. Eric, there's what a, you got for on yeah, a budget? Budget date. Uh, real quick, there's a podcast D and D and D. It's called uh, really good. And they actually they started doing cooking with their with their uh, podcast because they do um, they always had like crazy meals that they talk about in the show. So they started making stuff too on top of it. And I think they did a cookbook too. Oh, I got pretty go. big into them during uh, COVID, which is why I started podcasting. Um, right, but good yeah, shout that, out, new, new uh, was, different uh, podcast D and D and D worth checking yes. out. Yeah, and it's it's good. And they, they actually yeah. That was the first nerdy cookbook I had ever heard of. I didn't hear about like the Hannibal Lecters or like the Tolkien or anything like that cookbooks at the time. Um, I'm sure they were there. Uh, oh, what date night on a budget? I don't know, dude. Like, there's another difficult one. So here we still have a drive-in. Um, that probably wouldn't be too bad um, on a budget. Okay, classic. I, oh, we man. definitely we definitely ran that as a budget with growing up in Artesia because there was a drive-in theater not far from yep. us that we used to go to and you paid by the vehicle so the object the objective yeah. was to fit as many people into that car as you possibly <laughs> could be like I think we got like nine people into Ryan's Geo Metro one day which was a very I tight think it was squeeze. close to that yeah, yeah. well the, I think the, the straw that broke the camel's back on that one is that we invited Big Rob and he was our starting center for the football <laughs> team so he's not a small man by any means and he took up most of the back seat, so I'm pretty sure I was holding like bones and your half or your stepbrother in my lap at that point. I know we got a bunch of them. Were you with us? I think it was you when we did the. I think it was in the purple people eater. We piled everybody into the back with the cooler. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So that's we got made fun of because I had to prop the back of my jeep open with a stick because the hydraulic <laughs> yeah, was broken. <laughs> But that's good because you usually get a couple movies. It's not just one. Um, traditionally, like the food isn't outrageous like a movie theater. I don't know why. Um, but you can also so it's not a bad thing. Talk a little bit during the movie because yes. you're in your own car. You know, it's not like talking yeah. in a theater, which is very rude. Which is a surefire way to make me very angry. I hate people to talk in the theater. Yeah, that's it's one of my pet peeves. Actually, not a great first date. By the way, movies are it's not a, a movie great first yeah, Movies are out for That's a first date. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's the only thing no, you, you want to do is if the make or break is going to be, did they talk during the movie, right? <laughs> I would save an actual, like, let's go see a movie. I mean, you're talking, what, at least fourth date. 
level. Yeah, I, I need to know somebody for a couple of weeks before I'm willing to go to the movies with them. Just because, one, it's like $20 a ticket now, and then like $80 for food. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. So, yeah, that's well, definitely down the road for me. Not to mention the fact that, like, first dates, especially as a single person, you're going to be going on numerous ones, right? Like, you can't be spending $100 a date on first dates. That's why I was such a big fan of, like, going for a walk in the park, getting coffee, you know, something budget friendly where i can actually sit down and speak to a person i took a lot of women on a first date to uh, pike's market when i was stationed in washington because you can walk around you can check out the little shops you can find out what they're into because they're going to be drawn towards specific stores you know um and then it's just nice to talk you can just walk and talk so no first dates at the barracks when you were in no 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 (laughs) bro (laughs) <laughs> but see that people, was always people a, that brought the, women to the barracks on a first date were psychos like but they were also a, kind of smart because if she didn't know where it was then you knew she was cool now if she could tell you like where your barracks was on your way there you were like hmm not a good sign because <laughs> there, there was Man, a few a it's like funny <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I live in building 400. And you start driving there, and she's like, why don't you go that way? It's faster. And it's like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's take you turn back around. home. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so as that far as a, budget goes, red flag. <laughs> my budget date actually lands in the same place uh, that Bones' kind of first date lands. Not with the escape room, um, but as a group date idea, right? And that's where I like to do an unplugged date night for especially the geek and nerd side of stuff, and do board games. Bring a, Open up a couple of board games or one kind of a big one, get some friends over, turn it and do a thing. Because if I'm going to do date night on a budget, it's going to fall into one of two categories. If I'm wanting to talk and actually have an enjoyable time, get to know a little bit about them, I'm going to go board games. And it can go as simple as you want or as complex as you want, depending on what you already know about the person. Because I can have just as much fun playing Phase 10 or Uno as I can busting out a game of scythe or or even like talisman or something like that what you got travis i i feel like if you really want to look into somebody's soul and find out who they truly are as a person with a board game it's gotta be cards against humanity oh oh, man so i'm not a huge fan of of games like that because i think it falls into a crowd mentality um don't get me wrong i've done it and especially with Cards Against Humanity, I, I think it's hilarious, and it can be a really good time. It's a as far as getting to know them, I think it falls into, they're going to pick the ones that starts getting the biggest reactions out of the group you're with, right? And so it becomes kind of a herd mentality. Um, is it a bad date night idea? No, of course not. In fact, if you do it right, it might either prove that they're awesome or scare them off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think you board learned, games is a really good one. You learn a lot about people's sense of humor with... Uh... With Cards Against Humanity, though. You gotta play video games, too. That's a good one. I can't do that, though, as a first date, because I'm too competitive, and I'm not going to let anybody win. So, um, But, like, Super Smash Brothers, it's great to, like, play. Um, that's actually a really good idea, especially something like Mario Party might be a good kind of budget date. That's, like that's, like, hybrid between board game <laughs> video game. Yeah, yeah, and I only bring those up because, like, you could do them um, if you don't want a whole bunch of people around you can also it's i think you can be a little more relaxed like on the couch like messing around um and then well 
you can, if you want to play online, you can like to get extra people involved that you don't know. And you can both shit talk them while you play together and see if they're truly competitive. You you can both be toxic. That's great. Yes. Bond bond over being shitty people. That's great. That's great. Exactly. See trauma bonding. I, I will say I do have a backup if you don't want to do a group date, right? Like there's a lot of people that do not like doing the group date ideas. They don't want them to know their friends. Not all of us can bring a first date around ugly kind of thing. Um, you, you, you're gonna learn wow. a lot about that person. You're gonna learn a lot about that person. I have no, no problem bringing people Ugly's I just great. met around. He's Ugly. fantastic. He's a good dude. Um, but uh, I do that just mostly because it's an on ongoing joke in the group. Yeah, it's our, but, it's uh, the running uh, yeah, Ugly's, gag. Ugly's a good guy. But I do think there's some credit, and this is not first date, right? This is budget date. And so I'm thinking, you've been in a relationship for a couple months, that kind of thing. Uh, you do a movie marathon night, but not normal. Now you can, you know, we're gonna watch all three extended editions, Lord of the Rings, and really test their fortitude. What I'm thinking is you start playing... That's not a night, man. That's an (laughs) all-nighter. No, you play movie ping pong, right? And so I'm going to serve a movie, and I'm going to pick one movie that's important to me for whatever reason. Have them do the same thing. They pick a movie, no matter what it is, any genre that's important to them, and you can talk about why. Um, I actually got this idea from... I have a group of friends that hang out with me pretty frequently, and that's what we do is we watch movies. And we got to a point where everybody, we choose a theme, right? Whether it's, you know, Nick the Cage Cage or disaster movies or whatever. Everybody picks one. We put all the ideas into a hat. We draw one out and we watch it. And one of the first, like, ones we ever had that I really fell in love with was what's your comfort movie? What's the movie you watch when you're sick or when you're sad or whatever? Die Hard. And the revelation behind what they picked and why was huge and awesome to me. And I think that could be a really fun on a budget date night where it's like, Hey, you pick a movie that's important to you. Let's talk about I, why. And let's watch it. I don't, I, so I don't, we, you know, on the time constraints around, I don't need to know why, but I have to know what movie you would pick Ryan. For, like the, for the, for that for date. The date like, night? yeah. Like a movie that's important to you. <sighs> Probably T2. Um, I, that's, that's a reasonable, that falls in line. Yeah. Well, well I missed in, it for a second. What movie did you say? Terminator, Terminator 2, 2 Judgment Day. Oh. Um, reason it, being is because it's a very personal movie for me. It's got a lot of like story to it that I can talk about at the date. It's a little revel, revelatory. Um, and it's an amazing movie that I could watch over and over again. A lot of like really so. first time, uh, special effects used for that as well, specifically with the living metal. Definitely uh, the best yeah, Terminator absolutely. movie. Oh, oh yeah. by far, like 100%. You weren't a big fan of like Genesis or whatever, where it was like, you're going <laughs> to, you're the progenitor <laughs> of the human race, like in the future. That was such a weird. Yeah. I mean, I a lot did... of the Terminator movies, <laughs> they, they, they're the roller coaster. It's fine. Yeah. No fandom likes every movie that they have. The Terminator fandom just happens to like one. Um, I like all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> no, no, the first Terminator is actually a good movie too. It's just not as good. Yeah, the first one is a good two. one too. It's just yeah. not as good as the second. The second one's amazing. Huh. Okay, so you'd go with T two. I, I, let's go round table. What movie would you pick, Bones? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, Fight Club. <laughs> put you on I the put spot. Bones on the spot. <laughs> Fight Club. Yeah. Interesting. Club. Yeah. That's a that's a cult of personality movie. It's a great yeah. movie. It's uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I've watched it. Uh, so when I was in college, uh, first time before I joined the Navy, 
I watched it like daily, probably like just on repeat in my room, like doing like homework or or, or not doing homework and, and just drinking or something. As it were, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, there's a reason I joined the navy, so but so uh, it reminds me of that time a little bit. And then also, I think it's a it's an interesting movie to see how how somebody what what their take on the movie is. Yeah, their interpretation. Yeah. Uh, the scene where he says, I wanted to destroy something beautiful is probably my favorite in the whole movie. Everybody always quotes the first rule of Fight Club scene, but my favorite is still when he was like, I wanted to destroy something beautiful, and he walks off after just absolutely pummeling that dude, which is like, a, I think, a key point of like his psyche, too, which is the point of the whole story. Dude, the best part of that movie was the very end when they go back over everything, and you see that it's just him, not Brad Pitt, doing all that stuff again. Dude, that was such a revelation, like, the first time you watch it, and it was so... Yeah, it was, it was so amazing. All they right, worked so, well together, I think. Eric, you are oh, going on a... Oh, <laughs> solid yeah, choice. Of course it was, yeah, of course it was Die Hard. <laughs> it's a love story. It's a guy trying to yeah, get his wife back by love killing story, terrorists. action, Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christmas, it's, like, it's, it's everything. All, you, you got it every time of the year. You can watch it on Valentine's Day. You can watch you it go. on Christmas. You know, it just hits all the spots. So definitely, and actually, it is just a good movie. It's a lot of cheesy things in it. It's funny. I um, actually think it is a really good movie. It's turned into a meme nowadays, which I find humorous. Yeah, um, I yeah, think my gotta... favorite part about it is it's not a Christmas movie. It's a bunch of people crawling through ducks and running around a tower, uh, trying to escape Alan Rickman. So it's actually a Harry Potter movie. And <laughs> um, I like the whole leave cigarettes and and stuff in in the duct for in the John McClane. <laughs> Christmas morning. Was, uh, you know, I think it's, that's it's great. Not, it's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from the tower. Yeah, yeah falls from Nagatomi, Yeah, falls off the tower. Everybody Nagatomi always forgets Plaza. the love story part of it, where he's trying to get his wife back. Oh yeah, sure. that's the true well, basis of the entire movie. Yeah, that I was the plot of the whole film. I, I unironically really enjoy Die Hard, and I know it's a meme, and everybody has their opinions about it right now. Um, but I think it's a great movie. We watch it every year at Christmas time, just to piss off all the people that say it's not a christmas movie but i really could i could watch that whenever here's my thing i have one base rule for anybody and it's if a movie plays christmas music unironically at christmas it's a christmas movie yeah lethal weapon the first lethal weapon also (laughs) a christmas movie in case you guys were curious that was 100 there's even a scene with christmas trees like (laughs) dude die hard is based around killing terrorists during a christmas party like what, what 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 else do you need like I'm it's not also even a good, understanding. It's also a good warning not to attend uh, holiday Christmas parties for your company. Um, <laughs> Travis, what you got? Oh, easy. Uh, Tombstone. Ooh, oh, good. great choice. So good. Great choice. Yeah, I mean, it's got three of my f- most favorite actors of all time in uh, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, and uh, oh, I'm suddenly drawing a blank on his name. Oh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, played uh, Ego. Kurt Russell? Kurt yeah. Russell, man. He was also in Stargate, which is another fun nerd movie. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Great so movie. Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, and Val Kilmer, all of which were amazing. Uh, it also has several other. It's got Michael Rooker in it, who Quiet, you may also you know Good as... Uh, Good night. Good night, Good night Eric. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're not unmuted. <laughs> you turned yourself off mute to tell your kids goodnight. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Good night, Eric's kids. Uh, but yeah, so it's got Michael Rooker, uh, who played uh, Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. So 
lot of like other nerdy actors, you know, some crossover. Yeah, very there. nerdy actors. Uh, except for like Sam Elliott, I don't think I recall him being in any sci-fi movies. He was in the Big Lebowski, which is a big nerd favorite. He's a Ghost Rider. Phenomenal movie. Oh, that's right. He wasn't Ghost Rider. I'd, he had the. Yep. I had yeah. suppressed that memory. That's because um, it's not really that great of a movie. So. Hey, 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 hey. The first, the first one was okay. The second one was very <laughs> yeah, bad. It was, oh, yeah. was terrible. The first one was aggressively average. And the yeah, I'll was, take it. I'll was, take was, that. Was, was absolutely garbage. <laughs> no, dude. That movie yeah, I'll, was I'll settle for average. The second one was, in fact, just a straight dumpster fire with no fire. Um, yeah. Norman. Is it Norman Reedus? I think that's how you say his name. Was it he Walking Dead? Play, yeah, he should play Ghost Rider. Him or Keanu Reeves? Uh, I nah, think they're I too old, Reeves. man. I don't like, Reeves, Ghost Here's Rider. the thing. If you're going to do a Johnny Blaze story with Ghost Rider, he has to be young. And yeah. so while I think that Norman Reedus or Keanu Reeves would kick serious ass with that, they're too old to do it right now. I don't think I you don't need think, to I don't do think a Reeves intro to, to Ghost Rider. I think you could just throw him in there like an out-of-nowhere character and just add him to the storyline and just let it ride. So, so I think you could true. use an I'm older that. character that's already been around for a while. And just throw them into the mix. Like we don't need a lot of intro movies for for a lot of these characters anymore. I think people are kind of like to the point where you can just move on. I, I think I think Keanu is a terrible choice for Ghost Rider because let's be honest, he's, yeah, he's not a very good actor. Uh, and Ghost no, Rider doesn't do a emotive. lot of like hand to hand combat. No, like Keanu Reeves is is the greatest physical actor probably of our generation. Like he's so good at it. That's what makes the job. Yeah. But like he's not acting. He's just beating people up, which is phenomenal. He's great at it. <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm really, was... I loved him in Constantine. Point Point Break was really good. I thought he has a few. He has a few good moments, but uh, let's let's be honest. He is a very can, physical. You can actor, definitely though. draw those performances out of him, but consistently speaking, yeah, he's more of a physical actor than he is like an actual actor. Actor. He is uh, I'm gonna have to side actor. with Bones on that one. He's very wooden like, in would a lot of performances, and you definitely want someone that's a very emotive. Um, yeah, anybody anybody realize that? Nobody picked a rom com. Eh, but it's for it's for nerdy dates, right? And I don't guarantee you, Clark I love wouldn't a good have picked one either. Come on, <laughs> 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 solid money. Anime. You know, Clark's <laughs> yeah. picking some anime that's. <laughs> yeah. it, it's that Absolutely. time I was reincarnated as a vending machine. The movie. Um, Dude, hey, don't you don't you be putting down Vendicoon, man. We're gonna have a scrap. <laughs> I absolutely love that series. It's the best dumb isekai I think I've ever watched. Okay, so what's one thing you can't forgive? Like, I, I like a nerd I can, thing. Like, I can deal with if someone's a Toronto or a Bruins fan as much as I don't want to, but if if they're decent enough as a human, I. Could, but what's like one like I don't know if I could ever date someone that didn't like anime. You have to be next like to if you're a Toronto fan. Yeah, like no. You, you, <laughs> okay, so what's a, you got to be like about... Scarlett Johansson? But like you're on for about... real note, like what's one thing like I couldn't date someone that doesn't like anime like if she truly just did not enjoy anime or sports to be honest so a nerd like, red flag like but anime is like one thing like if she couldn't sit down and like enjoy anime with me i could it just there'd just be no point because i i thoroughly like i really enjoy anime and it's not that i need to watch it every day but if i want to sit down and like watch anime it's usually like an hour or two it's not something small so like she'd have to be and I wouldn't want to only do it when she's not around because I want her to enjoy at least something. So, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, what Ryan. Me? Yeah. All right. So, there's a few red flags that would definitely cause pause, I think, for me. But a big one is going to be be movies. 
because there's a lot of people I've, I've met that are just like, oh, I don't watch movies, I prefer television shows, or, or I, I only watch Netflix, or, or whatever. Um, and if they can't, if they don't enjoy movies, like, fine, more power to you. But the downside about that is, is that's how I spend a lot of my time. And that's how I like to spend a lot of my free time and what I like to share with other people. And I can deal with it if, you know, she doesn't play D&D or she doesn't read comic books or, or whatever. But if it's movies or, or a veto, I don't, I don't know. I think that would be a deal breaker for me. I, my big deal breaker would be doesn't read. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Cantor just doesn't. Like just just chooses not to. Those people who's like I find no joy or enrichment from reading. Yeah, from reading I, a that's book. Out, that's out for me. Like just immediately, that's uh, just a huge big red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm like probably the most chill person as far as like what another person likes or doesn't like. The only the only like way that would be like a deal breaker for me is if they like belittle. Uh, even even like nerdy hobbies in general, like not even just my hobbies, but like like if they're talking uh, like belittling somebody else's hobby, it's something I don't enjoy. Oh yeah, like I'm not. Why do you not still play D and D? You're nearly forty. Yeah, I'm not for it. Like I'm not. Yeah, I think no. that. I think I I, I, I mean that's just a toxic really heavily red flag in general. I think like that's yeah. just one of those. That's that's clearly an indicator that they're a toxic person, Eric. Um, See, I, I think I think I'm with that. It's just it's it shows a lack of respect, not a lack of respect, but an actual I'm going to spend my energy making you feel bad about the things you like. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't mean like like just like a little shit talking because, you know, I'll talk shit about uh, people who like my little pony, whatever. But I'm not like seriously like uh, like, OK, yeah, that's fine. You can like my little pony. Yeah, not- I, don't, I don't actually care. You know, I'm just talking a little shit, a little, little poking a little well, fun I, at you. I am gonna. Yeah. A little, yeah. Like you're not being actually disparaging towards towards their hobbies. You're just like, that's. I'm gonna tease you about it, but it's all in good fun, or make jokes about it, but it's all in good fun. Yeah, I that's, mean, I, yeah, I that's expect, re- I expect to get reasonable, teased, but so, you know, I'm gonna tease you too. Yeah, and in fact, even thinking about my answer, I can deal with it if it if they're not going out of their way to stop me from doing it, right, or if they're not making me feel bad or guilty or or self conscious about the fact that I want to yeah. watch my anime or I want to watch my movies. Because you know you can you can self entertain you can separately you can, yep. uh, like co play right, um, but if they're sitting there giving me shit about why do you play D and D every week you're a grown man or why do you play with Legos you're a grown man why do you have toys on the shelf yeah I think that's a that's an yeah, instant that's, out for me that's that's a, a I big mean, out like like Travis said that's that's a big toxic but like I don't know man like I don't. I couldn't do it. Like if you, if she doesn't like anime, dude, it's just that's we'll have to go. Except like it's just because no, if you're fair. really if you're really passionate about something, like you would want your significant because well, supposedly you're planning for years. See, or my, decades my wife or something, has, so. has passions that I have absolutely no interest in. Like but we have hobbies that do not intersect. She has zero interest in anything I have to say about Warhammer, and I have a lot to say about Warhammer. And sometimes I hold her verbally hostage with Warhammer conversations, <laughs> and bless her, she loves me anyway. <laughs> What's up, Bones? Yeah, yeah, like so. Me and my wife have, uh, I, I would say, like a relatively little overlap on our hobbies. 
she's but she's always willing to try things that I liked, even if she didn't like it. But it's fine. Like she doesn't really like play D and D. Like she she had a good time, but it's not like her thing. Uh, it's just a lot that I'm like. But you know, we always like talk to each other about our hobbies, and the other one always listens. Like whatever, I'll listen to you. See, ramble about some stuff. <laughs> I'm actually with you on that one. You know, I've I've been married to my wife for 17 years. We have very little crossover. We have very little in common in that kind of stuff. But we both I will both listen to each other talk about board game players. Yeah, I mean, we we do play board games. That's true. Um, so maybe that that's maybe you're right about that. Um, but we also even more than what Bones was saying, we make efforts to include one another at least to try it out. Uh, you know, my wife is a huge fan of the Survivor TV show. I'm not, but I don't hate it enough where I make her turn it off. Like if I'm in the living room, right? Like I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to give it a shot. And, you know, when I decided it really wasn't my thing, she didn't get her feelings hurt when I went to go play video games while she was watching it. And so, yeah, I think that's, yeah. my I think wife, that's a good stance. My wife and I have an agreement with TV shows. If we watch something that I'm just not super into, it becomes one of the ones where, like, yeah, you can skip ahead, and if I decide to rewatch it later, that's fine. Uh, we also have ones that are hardcore, like you don't get to go, like, we're watching this together. Um, and then she has some that I'll turn on, and I'm just like, ah, and, like, I'm super into it. And she was just like, have fun binge-watching this TV show. I'm going to go read. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, we have some see, of those crossovers where, like, or, you know, our interests intersect in regards to film, but then we have some stuff where she's just like, I don't know what this. Uh-oh, Eric's excited. Okay, so I got another good one. I got to write some notes so I remember all this stuff. Um, so what's yeah, one Eric's thing still about... shopping for, for Girlfriend 2.0. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm building an application, and I'm just going to put it out on Facebook. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but, Facebook dating. Yeah. The, the, um, yeah, the Facebook ads. So... Everyone's got to name something that that. Um, what's your red flag? Everyone's got to have. Everyone's got one. Like, what's your red what's flag? What's my red flag? Your red, like your red flag. When a girl looks at you, and you have that one trait. No one ever talks about this. Everybody always talks about what is that one. And you can even like obviously it could be something you're improving on or you're not. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We're not here to judge. That's not okay, what we I'm do. Gonna, given but, the nature of the podcast, I'm going to try to keep it within the nerd verse here oh yeah we're not trying yeah no no phd stuff um, here folks we're just we're just <laughs> <laughs> okay i do have i do have one i it's difficult because it is a red flag i can acknowledge it as a red flag but it's not it's not i don't know i have terrible time management and what i mean by that is i can sit and watch five <laughs> movies in a row i can play D D for 14 hours I love That's playing board games. <laughs> that I can play board games for ten hours straight and forget to eat and forget the rest of the world exists, and uh, and it can be a serious detriment for things. Be two and a half like, hours late to a road trip because you were watching the TV. Because I was watching the TV, yeah. It's that's I have terrible time management, and while that I don't know if that would become apparent like first date, it's definitely something they would realize by the end of the first couple months, and that's kind of a problem for a lot of people i could say if you need to leave someplace by like 10 o'clock with ryan let him know you have to leave at eight and then yeah. you guys will be out the door at 10 no problem well and it manifests a lot as far as like late night hours right because my wife goes to work at 5 a.m and there are so many times where 
I don't realize she's tired or has lost interest in the board game or the TV show, and it's encroaching on midnight, and she's looking at me like I'm the devil. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Travis, what do you got? I am very competitive. Um, and that could be a pretty big problem uh, on first dates, especially if you're doing something that has any type of competition in nature. Uh, so I learned to, in dating, you got to ease them into it. But uh, I don't like second place. I also don't like people letting me win either. That makes me even more mad than losing. Like, I hate people when they let me just walk one in. I'm like, nah, dog, like, make me earn it at least. So, yeah, my red flag is a pretty competitive. What's up, Bones? I don't know you that well, so I'll be curious about this one. Probably, probably, I'd say like uh, I'm a little, I could be a little bit impatient with people that are new to a thing. Um, that's something I've had to work on a lot. But uh, like, so like trying to teach somebody how to play magic or something like that, uh, I, I could be a little bit uh, uh, impatient with them and get a little bit aggravated when they're not like understanding things immediately. A little, little unforgiving if they're not fast on the pickup. All right, Eric, what about you? Let's limit it to one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have two really bad ones. Mine is, it's not so much toxic. It's, it's, it is the super competitiveness. Like I am, I just always have been like, I've gotten into full out like arguments with other people because I'm not losing. This is my surprise face. I'm also not letting you win. Why can't I win sometimes? Because you're not good at it. Like this isn't my fault. Like (laughs) practice and get better. Like the PlayStation is here all day. Like it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Just jump on. Um, and then uh, I, I probably lack affection is probably my biggest thing, which is probably due to my toxic traits. So those are my two big things. Um, All right, just but, to get us back, back, yeah, on let's get back on track here. So we did our we did our date on a budget. We did our our intro date. What do you guys got right, for? So- for long established for somebody who's been in a relationship for a while and i i'm gonna i'll lead us off on this one because i've got a good one and that's interactive museums so it's it's super fun it's definitely oriented towards uh group activity so having a partner there with you makes those interactive museums more fun because then you you basically just run around you get to nerd out maybe learn a thing or two uh even if you go to some of the ones that are like more simplified they don't have a whole bunch of advanced stuff just getting to interact with um like exhibits and stuff like that is pretty amazing uh the perot museum here in dallas is a fantastic one uh if anybody is in the metroplex they have so many super fun interactive exhibits they've got like a little science lab uh, that you can go to. They've got a paleontology lab where you can literally look in a window and see them uh, removing fossils from from rock formations, which is super cool. Um, they've got like a, you know, they've got a tornado machine. They've got a uh, like an earthquake deal where you stand on a little pad and it shows you like how much movement actually happens to get something to register on the Richter scale. Different things like that. They've got to. Uh, the Evolution of Human Grip, which was a really cool exhibit. I don't know if that one's still up, but basically it showed you like how our hands have evolved to grasp things, which is way different than you know 90% of mammals out there. So yeah, mine's Interactive Museum. It's super fun. It's not oh, going to yeah. blow the budget, and you get to you know get to spend quality time with someone. 
I think that's a fantastic one. And I, I'm a big fan of, of things like museums for date nights. Uh, it's a shame that it doesn't come up on too many people's radar anymore. And I, uh, I think, oh, me too. My it's, toxic it's one thing is that I cannot get out of a museum fast. If you take me to a museum, <laughs> yeah. I'm reading everything. Well, and that's one thing me and my wife do pretty consistently is we do things like the aquarium, the botanical gardens, the museums. And it was one of the first things I took my children to do once they were old enough to actually enjoy it. Aquarium's so, yeah. gonna get me in trouble because I'm gonna leave with a sea, like with an otter one day. I'm just gonna be like, all right, into the backpack, bro. We're leaving. Like we into the backpack. Yeah, you're a swimming um, ferret. Get in this bag. <laughs> so as far as established relationship, this one's not exactly budget friendly. Um, it's not blowout. You know, it's not the the dating nuclear option. But ren fairs and conventions, I think, is amazing. You plan a weekend. You're gonna do two days at the ren fair. You're gonna do Comic Con. Um, and bonus points if you and your significant other can actually do like costumes or, or full on cosplay stuff as a group, because having a group cosplay is a rare kind of treat. And I think that is an amazing date idea, especially for two nerds that are, that are dating. Uh, good budget friendly cosplay idea. If you're going to go to the Ren fair and you don't want to dress period appropriate you can get star trek uniforms for fairly cheap and it tracks for star trek there's a bunch of time travel and stuff and all of their things so just walk around and look confused with your little like tricorder and then you're you're set you're good yeah, you're golden don't wear there's a red shirt one. for christ's sake <laughs> safety first what do you got bones all right uh for an established date you know also I also thought of a red flag that I, there is something that I can't deal with. Uh, if somebody doesn't like to try new foods, that's that's a deal breaker for me, absolutely. Uh, and so I think that's also oh, my like kind of um, my established date kind of thing is is just finding um, something new uh, to like either go 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 eat or uh, like a little pop up bar or speakeasy or or just something like that. Like just get out there and try something uh, new and exciting for an evening. I think that's that's actually an excellent idea, especially with the... I didn't think about the speakeasies and that kind of stuff. You know, one of the first conventions I ever went to... Um, I don't remember if you were with us or not. Bones, you might have been. I think Travis was with us. But uh, they had a speakeasy set up for kind of an after party that we went and checked out. And they had it done up super cheesy, right? We had to go up, knock on the door, give the password. We walked through this kitchen to get to this back room. And it was an old school style speakeasy. And it was fantastic. Um, doing a... something like a pop-up bar would be a great idea there's, there's, there's one a speakeasy uh, in denver yeah there's a bunch actually there's like four here but there's one in in, in guangzhou in china that we went to that is uh actually it's like one of the top 50 bars in the world didn't know that we just like oh let's find something to do for uh, i think new year's like a couple <laughs> a couple trips back when we went and uh it's a it's in a little it looks like a little uh 7-eleven style like snack shop and you go by and you like pull one of the whole shelves out it's got a little knocker it pulls out it's a jazz bar. Nice. It is. Uh, oh, it's that's fantastic. Ho- it's called Sold. Hope and Sesame. <laughs> nice. nice. A pun and a jazz bar. I'm in, yeah. dog. Do- oh, I'm about it. Next thing you're going to tell yeah. me there's dueling pianos, and I'm just going to move <laughs> in. <laughs> that is the greatest no. thing bars ever started doing. Dueling oh, pianos. Yeah. Absolute fucking genius idea. I don't know why it didn't start when I was younger. I have a second fun one. 
for Uh-oh. established relationship. And this is going to be a different particular type of people, but nerdy tattoo trip. Oh, yeah. I have a comic book tattoo on my arm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I got the traditional like teen, uh, 40s Captain America shield. I also have the Punisher skull on it uh, because I'm a huge, huge Frank Castle fan. Yeah, I mean, nerdy tattoos, it's definitely going to be an established relationship thing, and it has to be the right people. That's yeah, obviously not something right you want to do on a right. first date unless <laughs> you guys are both super into tattoos. I'd do it. So, I mean, it could, you know, could be. That would be a wild first date, though, is, that would is be a wild getting first a comic date. tattoo. That's it. You know if so. it's going to work or not right away. <laughs> right? Um, I actually... So you'd be like, comic tattoo, subjects. I got Bugs Bunny already, and be like, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that works. A lot of the tattoo conventions, they'll do stuff like $50 flash and, you know, that kind of thing. And especially if you can get some nerd tattoos, that would be super cool. That would be And dope. I like how be a, fun a lot of the nerdverse stuff is starting to pop up in these things that are like traditional days, right? Bones brought up pop-up bars a minute ago. Bones, it wasn't too long ago you were showing us you actually attended a Tim Burton-themed oh, yeah. pop-up yep. bar. And that's it was also a it was also a speakeasy kind of kind of setup too. It was in it was in like a little uh, uh, mall where you couldn't like see anything inside of it, and you just like walk in. And they're like, oh, go back there, and it was like uh, all kinds of decorations from like Beetlejuice and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, all kinds of stuff like that. There was a, a really fun one, it, not not a pop up bar, but actually like a pop up themed uh, tea shop that rolled through Dallas and it was Alice in Wonderland themed and all I could think of when oh, that advertisement yeah. popped up was like, oh god, Ryan would be shitting kittens to get out here. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, you actually like walk the entrance way into it was like the Cheshire Cats like big smiling grin you walked in, like the teeth folded out so you could get in. Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it was also fairly pricey, so it was definitely something you wanted to do with the an established relationship because it was about $75 a person. So. Boom. All right, Eric. Established relationship. Dude, I don't... <laughs> you got nothing? Laser tag? Um, you work I mean, together to take out the night other night little kids on the other team? <laughs> No, okay, okay. I, I, mean, got, I got something. That, I got... That's how I look at it. I like that from... little league football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about like how I met your mother. Like laser tag. Laser tag's not a bad date night idea. Um, and if not that, I'd probably do like a planned convention. So like planning ahead of time, like to attend a oh, convention yeah. together. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And probably for me, I don't know about how any of you feel about it, but a long term, like my first like long term one that's serious, like I think these days are considered would probably also incorporate my kids um because yeah. they have to all get along so it would definitely have to be something i would incorporate so that's why i'm saying like laser tag and stuff like that um or like a convention because my kids enjoyed the one we went to here so um this would probably be the time that i would incorporate them meeting for the first time well hanging out long trip thing for the first time all right i think bones was on the draw yeah, I as far as laser tag goes, it's a, it's a great time. But my friend Tim, uh, who uh, you know, I think Ryan and Travis, he's uh, at the wedding, uh, so y'all met him. But uh, he taught me how to play laser tag properly. All right, you you gotta get uh, a group of the little kids to be like your minions. 
and they'll be super like if, like if he, he i don't know i don't know man like he just did it they were like we, we used to go like pretty regular uh but they were just like a little group of kids and they were like super loyal to him and like defending him <laughs> like that's a genius that's plan. the way to do it right there Killed me from the enemy. There's a bunch of little kids going, look out, sir. They're just taking the death. I could just um, see that now. So fun, So one that is played outdoors, uh, which to me is more fun for laser tag, uh, is actually the dodgeball-style bow and arrow game. If you guys haven't played that, uh, you get to see the competitive side. It's super fun. Nobody's going to get hurt because it's these big foam-tipped, like, really lightweight plastic arrows and they give you a really terrible bow like you're not launching any of those things very fast but it was super fun to play i played as an adult um actually during a team building thing for our company super fun um to just go out there and run around and be a wild heathen so also it'd be a fun one in in that vein eric all right so a quick way to last thing for this episode um i'll do some shout outs at the very end though but one thing I want to talk about is we didn't get to do our nuclear option. Oh, sorry, VR dating. Oh, VR Can, dating. Is anybody remotely? You, no one needs to go in depth because I forgot we got one more thing you wanted to do. VR dating. Would you do it? Yes or no? I'm no, I, I, I'm a no just because it's too new for me, and I've messed with a headset enough, and I can't play it for a super long time, like on one. So if I did do one, it'd be like twenty minutes. So I don't know if I could do it right now, but there's a lot of stuff and interest coming up, and that's a big that's a big nerd department there, the VR. That thing. is a huge nerd yeah. department. I I don't know that that would be a deal breaker for me. The unfortunate thing is that when I was dating, none of this was around. Like it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um. You still and I've been your... married long enough. You that flip it... phone back then. <laughs> Ryan didn't even have a flip phone. Ryan was still calling phone, his yeah. collect from the nearest payphone <laughs> and just shouting his message as fast as he could. Um, pick me up as fast as you can click (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think it would be a deal breaker for me Uh, you know a lot of people are using things like dating apps and technology to date and VR dating is a a safe environment for a lot of people and especially at least for the early dates I think it it serves the purpose you get to talk to them you learn something about them and if it's working then fantastic and eventually when you meet in real life if there's no surprises, everything worked out great. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a shot, I think. I think, you know, I'm going to have to agree to an extent. I think for meeting people and starting a conversation, it's great. I'm not going to do a first date via VR because I want to, like, I say physically interact, but I want to be in person. I'm a big personal connection person. Like, I need to be present. I need them to be present in order to get, like, a real feeling and understanding of the person because who you are online even if you're as honest as can be is not still not who you are Uh, your online profile is never who you are as a person so it's kind of one of those things where like how dissociated from that online persona are you in a vr situation as opposed to real life so yeah i'm I'm 100 into it i'm like i love i love vr uh I, i love playing the vr games and you could do all kinds of stuff so you could like play board games you could do nerdy stuff, uh, oh, like yeah. whatever. Movie, or whatever and there's also want. just like yeah, there's like little like, like really... VR hangout things. So like, cool. oh, yeah, one click cosplays. Like, yeah, you could go on an uh, epic quest for it. Like, that's dope. Like, I I get that. But again, for for a first date thing, I think I'd want to meet somebody. Nah, I, I, I think I'd be okay with that for a first date. Even the first few dates, right? Like, 
you get a couple months in, you feel like you know this person really well, and you're finally going to meet. And I mean, yeah, it's not a concern I have to worry about, like in real life. Yeah, as as three of the four of us are married. Um, uh, So I think that's a really interesting topic. We might cover VR. throwing any shade at you, Eric. You're unmarried, man. Like, it's not a call out. I know, I'm just messing with you. (laughs) I was going to say, if I wanted to be shit, I'd just be like, yeah, there's three people that are married, and then Eric, who's going to die alone. Yeah. <laughs> Never alone. Let's, I got my VR. Yeah, you um, got the VR. Let's do nuclear options. Yeah, so let's this is this fast. Here's the premise. This is no holds barred. You have all the time, all the money, all the everything in in the whole world. What's your ultimate date? Travis, open us up. Alright. It, it's gonna be a trip to New Zealand. We are going to stay in a Hobbit themed Lord of the Rings uh basically bed and breakfast where you get your own little like uh hobbit hole cabin that you stay in uh from there we would be going to the filming locations that they did in new zealand for the epic lord of the rings moments so the big sweeping landscapes some of the like rocky rolling hills that you see in that um along with the like a handful of other locations and then from there we will be traveling a like, globally speaking short distance to Japan, going to be hitting up all of the fun touristy things there and also getting to see some cool historical lo- locations because I can't travel to a new place without checking out at least one museum. Uh, and I'm a big fan of uh, like feudal Japanese history. That was a really dope era um, as far as history goes. So that would be my like nuclear option blowout money is no option thing. Uh, is definitely staying a couple of weeks in New Zealand to check out all the cool places and then going to Japan to just really soak in all of the one like the you know Japanese culture in regards to like how they live day to day and then obviously seeing all the fun nerdy things like all the anime museums and things like that get to go see Dragon Ball Z yeah get to see the Gundam get to see the Dragon Ball Z musical you're lucky Godzilla will show up yeah Godzilla (laughs) all right Bones, nuclear option. Uh, man, I think Travis is thinking too small, though. I got unlimited money, unlimited time. I'm not just going to New Zealand and Japan. I'm taking a f- trip around the world. I'm stopping everywhere. I'm eating everything. I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm going to uh, France. I'm going to Italy. I'm going to, I'm going to go to China. I love China. Um, I'm going to Japan. I'm going to Korea. You know, I'm just, I'm going everywhere. And there's like so Bones much cool stuff to that, see uh, around the world. Globally, yeah. Around, yeah, around the around the world in forty days. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's that's a fantastic. I mean, and let's face it, foodies are a whole fandom unto themselves, and so I think that's a definitely a nerd verse nuclear option. I think it would be amazing actually to sit and have some iconic cuisine in in every country, right? Like, I think that would be that would be super cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm super into trying like local cuisine and I and I'm not talking about like their fancy like big budget stuff. I like like the street food level is, is like the everyday food is the stuff that gets me on places, man. Kebabs. Yeah, I fuck with kebabs. Um so for me it's a little bit weird, right? Because obviously we have unlimited money, unlimited time and all that kind of just it's nuclear option. And it's a weird line for me to draw on like what is available versus what could I make happen, right? Because a steampunk around the world tour on my own airship would be amazing. Um, but Ryan's in the same renting vein, a yeah, like in full staff, full everything. Uh, but I could get something very, very similar with the I forget they're they're like fandoms at sea cruises, 
Um, the one for Doctor Who a couple years ago was something like 11 nights. And it's this giant cruise, and you can do all these offshore activities all up and down the coast and all over the world. Um, and it's it's all one giant cosplay convention on the on the boat. And so I think one of those where, you know, even if it was an obscene amount of time, we're going to spend a year on this cruise. I think would be amazing. Cruises, cruises would be dope. I've always wanted to go on one just to say I've done it. I've been on enough boats. <laughs> yeah, bones, bones yeah, the Navy, Navy man like, over here. <laughs> Travis, off topic, but good to know. USA, man. Shout out to them if you ever want to sponsor us. But uh, they do great prices for cruises. Like if you if you've got a bank account with them, I don't know if you got one. Um, they are great for your travel needs. And actually, us as a podcast, we're looking at um, affiliation with a travel thing um, at some point. I just haven't started advertising. I do have to Just set it back it. up, though. All right, All right hit Eric. It, hit us, Eric. What's your nuclear option? And then okay. roll into those shout-outs. Um, so I would just spend time in Japan. Um, I would just visit everything in Japan and take my time and enjoy it. Um, I think traveling the world would be cool. If you're a foodie, it's a great idea, I think, because then you can do the quick stops and like kind of try everything everywhere as you go. But I've never been to Japan. Um, huge in anime. has should be very prevalent. And me and Pikachu um, would absolutely dress a dog up as Pikachu if I could find one that's remotely similar in size um, to go around Japan. Um, but yeah, I, I would do a lot of that and like hang out there um, for the entire time because my kids would love it too because they love anime. And there's a lot of fashion stuff there. So even my littlest one um, who isn't as much into it could have a great time just like picking up clothes and stuff like that. I've, I've, changed, one of the... I've changed my mind with unlimited budget. Unlimited time to do anything you want. No, no. Oh. The moon's boring. Yeah, pulling a heist. A pulling a heist. Yeah, that's that's Ooh, the criminal that's the nuclear activity. option date. Yeah, dude, a heist? Are you kidding me? That would be so. The cool, like, what that would country would you do it in? Date. It doesn't matter. No, no, it does because you you want you want if you get caught for some reason you don't want the penalty to be too severe. Yeah, you, you want to know you can just bribe yeah, some like, cops. I want to say like the, so the like Czech Republic would be too maybe. <laughs> no, oh, I think if you get caught and don't have the money on you to immediately bribe the cops, I feel like you'd just be dead. Like I feel like you'd just yeah. be. A... Well, maybe um, I don't know. But... I don't know what it's like over there in point of fact, but I think a heist would be super cool because you just have an unlimited budget. You can hire a bunch of experts. Uh, you can honestly on limited budget, you could hire somebody to do your theme music for the heist. Like it would be amazing. Oh, all right. So I there's would our theme music everywhere in Japan during that whole time. Right. I'm there, but I have unlimited funds. I would have like a new Naruto theme song playing every day, walking behind Some me. Dude so when I walk in somewhere, yeah, yeah, <laughs> has me and my family just walk in and my date, like walking to places. Don't make he it Bluetooth because I would ruin your date by by hijacking your Bluetooth and just constantly putting careless whisper on anytime something was happening. Like anime scene would hit and then like and he's gotta be fast too because he's gotta switch to action music with something cool's going on. And then when you're leaving somewhere he's gotta put the ending theme song on. So there's a lot that goes into this. This is gonna be like a highly trained individual. Yeah, it's gonna have to be a full time job. Years of prep. Hit us us with a shout out. Um, Bad boy out. So we're doing our podcast is leading the charge on a round table of podcasts. We've got a lot of interest um, still going on. So it's looking like a March 3rd 
um, is going to be a record date. Um, right now, we've got two podcasts I brought up last time that are going to be involved in it. Um, we're getting, I'm going to get at least one more. Um, so that'll be nice. It'll be great to see if anybody's looking at starting their own podcast or needs some support and like moving on, continuing their podcast. Um, we're kind of kind of cover some basic stuff with that and grow the community as a whole. Cause I'm hoping that as podcasts do this, we all kind of stay in touch with each other and support each other. Um, and continue Absolutely. to grow and, um, still waiting on anything from that tabletop game. Um, so we can take a look at that. Um, that hasn't popped up yet. And then, Oh, I think there was one other thing. Um, we're looking at trying to do something with, with the website. Um, try to make it more because everyone looks at it, but no one goes back to it. So obviously I'm doing something wrong in regards to that. Um, I think that's about it. Like with, with big upcoming things is we're just, yeah, we're, we're, definitely out there in the universe for people to find um and if anybody needs support and things like that just just hit us up um sure, sure. and on the subject of support at the end of this episode as i always do can everybody please take your time to support your favorite podcast hopefully it's us by doing all that fun algorithm stuff like share subscribe tell your friends about it leave us on mute in the background while you're painting your miniatures whatever you need to do but your viewership, your attendance is really why we do this, and it's how we get to keep doing this. And it's how we get to do fun things like have the Rebel Claws team come back for future episodes, potentially. Exactly. And so, Ooh. And yes, that's going to be coming up towards the end of the month. I don't know when yeah, we'll release critting, it, but too, with, with new too legit to crit. Yeah, too legit yeah. to crit. The nerdverse. So that, that is a shout out. I, I keep forgetting that one. I don't know why. But yes, that, that is one to look forward to. But yeah, guys, give us a like, give us a follow. That's how we keep doing things. And more importantly, we want your feedback. Uh, I cannot stress this point enough. I want to know what you thought about the episode. If you have any opinions on what's going on. If you're tired of Eric bringing up Dragon Ball Z and Pikachu, let us know about it in the comments. Hit us up on Facebook. And my cool meme that was Ash eating Pikachu turning into Super Saiyan Goku. (laughs) Which actually was pretty solid. I thought that was a good one. But with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. Bones, thanks for joining us this week. I will be out next week, but don't worry. Clark will be back, and I'm sure she'll have a lot of fun topics. I believe next weekend is, or next week, I should say, is... Oh, what were we doing on that one? Was that the... What was next week? What? No, you guys oh, no, always call it some weird thing about like who who we have the hots for in anime or something. Oh, that's is it right. Who's or something? Waifu. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know if we're actually gonna do that, but it's it's definitely being talked about. I, you could definitely get Clark to talk about her long list. <laughs> I'm sure it's she's got several pages prepared to tell you about why everyone that's on there has made it. But I digress. We have been crossing the nerdverse. This Five dollar word. Month of love here in February, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. See you guys. <laughs>